You're listening to Building the Game with Rob and Jason. It's Building the Game with Jason and Rob. For tabletop game design, you really can't go wrong. Building the Game, yeah, Building the Game. Hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today is Monday, what is it? It's November, no, not that one, November 26th. 2018, this episode 339, Just right after Thanksgiving. Just after Thanksgiving. We're recording this on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Just super excited about Thanksgiving. Are you? Really? No. I mean, I'm excited because the situation we have for Thanksgiving is pretty solid. Yeah. It's my wife and I and the kids, my mom, and uh, a close friend of ours. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. We're going to play, we're going to eat a bunch of good food. Then we're going to play a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Uh, yeah. Last year was fantastic. We uh, we played Monikers, which is when I first introduced that game yeah. that I've talked about so much that I love. We're going to play that again. I'm pretty excited. Also going to play Crosstalk. Crosstalk. So you see Crosstalk over there? I see that. That's yeah. a new game I got. Did I talk about Crosstalk yet? You've not. Uh-uh. Uh, so um, uh, back when we were at the same company, uh, I played it uh, with my team. Uh, and I also played it at KenCon for the first time uh, when I went to Ken Franklin's birthday party. And that is a great game. Um, so it's a party game, uh, which I've been more into as of late, as as yep. you all know. Sure. <laughs> um, so here's how it works. Um, two people are the clue givers, kind of like a codename style. Yep. Um, and then you have two teams that line the side of the table. It is very important that everybody sits on the side of a long table, if possible, which makes it easier. So what will happen is... Um, the two clue givers are going to be given a word. They're going to see the word. Um, uh, You're getting distracted sorry. by a text message. <laughs> well, but so I'm just going to pause for a second. The text yeah. message from my wife says, when you see Josiah's lion picture, please say to him, whoa, that's really impressive. So he must have said to staff, dad's going to be really impressed by this. Yeah. So uh, sometimes we do that communication. Like sure. yeah. say this, because then the kids get real excited. So yeah, anyways, yeah. Um, so <laughs> anyway, sorry. So crosstalk. Um, so the two clue givers see a word, uh-huh. same word. And then each of them write down a secret clue that they pass down to their team. Mm. And the teams have little things they can write stuff on and show to each other as well. Because not talking is important, right? So we see a thing. Then the clue giver for my team then gives a clue, a public clue, writes it down. And then your team gets to take the first guess at what the word is. So they know the secret clue that your clue giver gave and a public clue that ours just gave. Hmm. If you guess and you get it wrong, then immediately they'll give another word. Their team's person gives a word. And then we get to guess. And you go back and forth until someone gets it and you play to three. Okay. It sounds really simple, but oh my gosh, it's so much fun. Um, And that first clue they give you is super important. Um, The... uh, um, The... uh, uh, The idea like... So so there's one scenario we're playing... Where the um, the clue we get we get from uh, um, from our guy uh, mm-hmm. our clue giver which was Ken was vegetable right mm-hmm. and we know it's two words the answer is two words we get the word vegetable right okay the other team is then given their secret clue and then the the other team it's our turn to guess first we're all excited we get to guess first right yeah so so the lady from the other team writes down the public clue and what does she write vegetable vegetable okay. I think I've told you this before right no 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 so she writes vegetable. So now we literally know two words, and it's definitely a vegetable. Yeah. So we guessed green beans, which is pretty solid, right? I mean, sure. it was wrong, but I mean, a vegetable, two words. Green okay. beans is a pretty logical choice, right? Uh-huh. Um, they immediately, without even getting another clue, just say it's carrot cake. We're like, what? What? And then we look at their secret clue, dessert. Dessert, vegetable, two words. It's to be literally uh, carrot cake is basically your only option. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, but it was it's just a lot of fun. It's so the clue giver writes down two clues, one private, one public. The first one does. The yes. first one does. But that means then the other team gets to guess. Okay. So you're trying to you you want your private clue to be really good yeah. and really specific that will play off well about your public clues. And you want yeah. your public clues to be not quite as great. Gotcha. Hence vegetable, right. not a great public clue for that, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Also yeah. not a great private clue. Ken, no, but real, real bad private clue. But in that same day, so that game's fun. We played code names. I don't remember if I talked about this or not. It's real quick though, so I'm going to talk about it again if I already okay. have. So, um, we get to the you know code names can get pretty intense, right? And this was yeah. an intense game. They had one left that they needed. 
So they're going to get it. We have two, right? They're going to get it. They're going to win. I mean, because getting one is should be easy. And they were doing a good job, which tells me they they were going to do it, right? So you're like, oh, man. Like, and um, and Ken kind of pauses and he's like, all right, guys, I need you to go with me on this. He's like, just go with me on this. And I said, okay. talking too much. He's cheating. No, 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 no. That's my opinion. Yeah, but no, no. He was basically just saying like, just trust me, right? Uh Uh-huh. And the the clue he gives is Meersham 2. And to which everybody's like, Meersham? Yeah. To which everybody's like, what is that? What is that? And I'm like, why have I heard that word before? I've heard that word before. Uh-huh. Like that is a familiar word. So I'm looking at the clues. Two words must go together very well for him to say this weird word, right? Uh-huh. And I see ivory and I see pipe. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's an ivory pipe. Like I'm pretty confident I've seen that before or it's some yeah. sort of something carved out of ivory, right? Yeah, it's like... It's like um, it's like an ivory flute basically is what it is specifically what he's talking about. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's when, when they would like like in whaling ships and things and they would carve stuff out of whale bones and, and tusks and crap, right? Ye- something like... I mean, I'm even yeah. thinking of something else, but... No, maybe that similar is... Similar idea. Yeah, yeah same, same idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyways... Um, okay. But so we won. We won. I was like, guys, yeah. I, I, it's that. It's that. And they're like, are you sure? I'm like, it's, I'm like, look at the other words out here. Yeah. All the other words out here, there are better clues to give than a word we probably don't know. And like, he was, his poker face was amazing. Like not being like, I, I would have been like trying not to explode, right? Yeah. Uh, and we got it and we won. And it was, it was, a, well, it, was it was basically the, like a Cinderella story. You know what I mean? Like it was pretty amazing. So we were the <laughs> underdogs. It was like Rocky, uh-huh. um, but we won. Yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah. So Crosstalk, going to play that at uh, Thanksgiving. Long story short. Yeah. Hey, yeah. how about your Thanksgiving? Um, you go to like 14 Thanksgivings? Oh man. Well, 16? no, we got two families, but we have to drive... You know, forty minutes south to to get to the first one, and then when we're done with that one, we have to drive another forty minutes back home to pick up food that we made for the second one, and then drive thirty minutes north to go to the second one. Sounds awesome. It's oh um. Why don't you just bring a cooler? Well, it's, I mean, it's on the way. It's like there's a straight line between the two, and our house is in between them. Yeah, but your house is off the highway. And you could just like stay two seconds on, off the highway. It's not. It's very close to the highway. I say just drive straight there, man. You yeah. get home earlier. Well, but it, then we have a cooler sitting in the back of the car, and whatever's in there is sitting in the back of the car, and it's it's just yeah, yeah. That's what coolers are good at. Yeah, it keep things cool. That's what they do. I feel like you want to go home so that you can delay to go to the next house. Well, I mean that helps. Yeah. <laughs> That helps. I'm honestly hoping hoping for a huge snowstorm on that day so that it's all just canceled. I would be okay with a snowstorm as long as it started at like noon so that my mom could get here and, oh, yeah. and our friend could get here. But after yeah. that, yeah, snow it up. They can yeah. stay the night. I right. don't care. Because we don't have to be to the first place until, until two o'clock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah so, right. yeah. So, no, if it just it just kicks off at about, let's call it maybe 1130, 1145, it, it, it yeah. starts. <laughs> yeah. And so that it gets real nasty. Just flip a switch, about, blizzard. By about one, yeah, it gets yeah. just, just bad. Yeah, that'd be great. You know, we've already got like two inches on the ground in that short time. Then we can just we can just call it. We can say sorry, guys. Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's no good. We want to, but we just can't. It's just not. It's not. It's safe. Too bad you upgraded your car. I know. Before right? you could have been like, we literally can't make. It. I know. I'm stuck in the driveway. I know. Do they know you upgraded the car? Could you just say that you didn't? They all know that. It's in the shop. We got to drive the mini. Yeah. It's not going to work. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Thanksgiving is a. I just, it's. I don't. I don't need to complain about Thanksgiving. No, you know, he loves to complain about Thanksgiving when, when it's when it's an event when you see a bunch of family that you never see, and that that is just when everybody has time off, you can get together. Then that's great. You know, that's great, and that there's that's an excuse. It, it, that means an, it's an excuse from people who don't normally see each other to see each other. And that's good, and that's okay, and right. that's good to see family. But when it's literally the same family that I all saw, that they, all of whom I saw this past weekend, right. and will see again the coming weekend, it's not special. Right. It's just a night to to eat too much and feel like garbage the next morning. Basically, you're saying absence makes the heart grow fonder, and you just really wish that they could give you some space. It's a waste of gas and a waste of money. You're saying, I'm like NASA, I need my space. That's, you know, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. 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 I get it. Basically. Cool. Thanksgiving is a joke. Yeah. 
It's a holiday manufactured by Abraham Lincoln to distract people from the war. I wish that Rob wrote greeting cards. <laughs> I would love to write greeting cards, Jason. Happy Thanksgiving. You open it up. Thanksgiving is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving is war propaganda. <laughs> Actually, because it is. Okay. There was, uh, there was this thing recently. Everybody's talking about the the migrant caravan and oh, these people are coming. These asylum seekers and oh, and uh, John Oliver was talking about it, and he said mm-hmm. there's only one time in history. When migrants actually moved in, murdered everyone, and took their land, and we get to celebrate it this Thursday, he's like that. That's that's the true irony of yeah. that situation. Oh yeah, yep. the only time that ever happened, and we eat turkey for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not what Thanksgiving is about. No, but <laughs> but it's it's a painful reminder of that. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we. I mean, it's be better ashamed. than Columbus Day. That's for sure. Well, that's the real travesty. Yeah. Yes. Right. I like the Indigenous Peoples Day thing because you know I do too. I think that, it's a better idea. That actually makes sense. Yeah. So, so you you want to hear something interesting? Since we're not talking about nope, games here, I don't. Uh, I went to Vegas. Uh, did you not know I went to Vegas? No, I know you went. To, when? Yeah, why did you Vegas. go to Vegas? When did you go to Vegas? Last weekend. Really? Back on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We went to Vegas. Did you gamble and and spend time with a bunch of hookers? No. Uh, we gambled. We had spent five dollars in a slot machine because uh-huh. we were waiting for the Michael Jackson show to start. Which, by the way, Cirque du Soleil, Michael Jackson won, yeah. is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen it's in good. my good. life. Right. Wow. Um, no, we we are not we are not Vegas people. Yeah. Uh, we spent all day Friday at the Grand Canyon. Okay. <laughs> had, had you been to Vegas before? Nope. Okay. Nope. All right. Uh, so uh, we flew in on Thursday, uh-huh. went to a huge buffet. It was amazing. Sure. Had literally every kind of food you could want, and it was all really good. Yeah. Um, w- where was that? Which hotel? Uh, we stayed at the Venetian. Venetian, uh, okay. the The buffet was at the Wynn, which okay. is rated as one of the best buffets in Vegas. Okay. So I guess that's what our cab driver told us. And uh, I mean, I only ate it one, but it was really good. <laughs> sure. So, um, so uh, we stayed at the Venetian. That was great. Uh, yeah. on sat- and so on Friday, all day, we were in this huge pink trekker it was called it was a nine a 10 pass no nine passenger uh, 11 passenger if you count the front seat and the guy up there driving uh like sport utility vehicle that was uh-huh. amazing like it's the best thing to have in the zombie apocalypse and it's bright pink too which is even that's better. cool um and uh we drove all the way out to the grand canyon mm-hmm. west rim mm-hmm. uh climbed you, you north rim no west rim west rim really yeah yeah i mean it's northwest but it is considered the west, west rim. rim okay yeah, all right yeah. okay it's in the Hollapai uh, Indian Reservation. It was pretty cool. Um, okay. uh, we uh, got to see a lot of cool stuff. Uh, so we got to hike up some hills and stuff, uh-huh. see a lot of cool stuff, and take a lot of pictures. Have you spent much time in the desert at all? No. No? Never, okay. Never. It's, so. it's pretty amazing, right? It is, yeah. 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 Um, okay. I kicked over a lot of rocks looking for scorpions because the, cause the guy was like, don't kick over rocks because that's the easiest way to find a scorpion. So I kicked over a lot of rocks looking for scorpions. I told just I'd try and get a picture. No scorpions. Probably mm. 50 rocks, zero scorpions. I was kind of pissed. Stuff. Um, and uh, then uh, also, uh, so that night we rolled the gondolas at the Venetian, which was cheesy but fun. Sure. Because right? they have, it's amazing. They have this huge indoor like walking mall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've like been this, in there. Yeah, view the ceiling is paint. Like, it's beautiful. It yeah. just looks like you're it's in freaking Venice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we did that. Um, yeah, and then Saturday we uh just bummed around Vegas all day. We went mm-hmm. to uh um two great places. We went to uh Hash House Agogo, which okay. if you ever go back to Vegas, um go there uh-huh. uh and get breakfast. Uh split something with your wife because holy crap, it is huge. Okay. Um, we got a quesadilla that was literally they're 14 inches wide. I mean, yeah. like I didn't even know they made burrito shells that big. Um, tortillas yeah tortillas yeah, yeah sorry but anyways <laughs> well i was thinking of like taco burrito like uh-huh. the different sizes uh-huh. but it was enormous um and uh so we ate there and then uh for lunch we went to in and out burger i've never been to in and out burger before. Oh, really? I know you're from california you lived in california for a i'm while, not a so. fan of in and out i really liked it yeah like i okay. was it's really hyped so i actually kind of expected not to be great yeah and then it was actually it was really good. Well, the good. fries were just okay, yeah. but dang, those burgers with the sauce and stuff, big fan. Really. Did liked you them. get a double double animal style? Uh, we just got a uh, single, but it was it oh. had the the sauce and everything. Okay, out. Yeah, so yeah, right. um, okay. It, it, yeah, so that, that was my preference, but I still I think there's better burgers in California. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the best in the you world, know, but yeah. it was it was a thing to check yeah, out. Sure, um, no, yeah, you, yeah, you gotta go one <laughs> right. go to one at some point. And then yeah. we saw the Mike, Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil show, and yeah. wow. 
Yeah, Cirque wow. du Soleil, they do it. They do it up. Yeah. We um, so we we went we went big. So uh, we rented this room at the Venetian. There was a suite. Yeah. That when you <laughs> you walked in, you're in the the foyer. Uh-huh. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. A big. It was it was large, right? Yeah. With with a bathroom right next to it, just a half bath, you know, just because you need two, right? Sure. Then you walked into the formal dining room. Jeez, oh, dude. <laughs> and then down the <laughs> stairs into the office and living area, right? Mm-hmm. Um, really nice views of the mountains and stuff. Um, and then uh, off to the right was a bedroom with like a bath that had like a jacuzzi tub and a big fancy shower and stuff. And mm. it was pretty cool. Cool. So, yeah. Well, yeah congratulations, yeah. yeah. I booked that before I switched careers. Yeah. <laughs> True story. <laughs> The nice thing was most of it was actually prepaid. Oh, we good. paid for most of it ahead of time. Yeah. Um, but it was it was really good. And yeah, I, hardly any gambling. We played a slot machine for about 15 minutes yeah. with, with $5. Yeah. Um, what, what was interesting, though, about the slot machine is mm-hmm. um, it was a video slot. So you have no impact on it, right? Oh, no, no, like, no. Yeah. You Player play input like has you no yeah. result. You play yeah. like you, we played poker because uh, that was fun. So it was, yeah. you know, trying to get like the best hand to get a payback. Yeah. And what I did figure out is you, the choices of bets were 25 cents, 50 cents, and a dollar. And I worked my way up to a dollar and then started to lose a lot of money. And as soon as I dropped back to 25 cents, boom, win, 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 win. Because they're trying to trick you. Oh, of course they are. To jump. But so we played for 15, 20 minutes on the $5 and then we were done and we were we were happy. Good. Steph was like, that was more fun than I thought it would be. Yeah. All right. That's the right way. To- right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To gamble. Yeah. Yeah, no, when when we go, we've, we've been, Christine, I've been, well, I guess we've just been two times together now. Um, I've been three times. We've been You there. were with your dad that one time to yeah. see the concrete show. Right, yeah. Man, so much good concrete. Yeah. Uh, but when Christine and I go, we like to stay at Harrah's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, because Harrah's- Or uh, as the lady on the plane kept calling it, Harrah's. Oh, did it's she? Like, oh, my gosh. It's not the Mirage. No, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, and we like that because you can get like, uh, you can get a room with a view of the strip- for like 70 bucks a night nice yeah it was like crazy cheap nice yeah so that's why we typically say that and it's right, right across right. street from bellagio oh yeah in the bellagio oh so you could see the uh the we went and saw the water show that yeah was, that's that neat. was surprisingly complex yeah no yeah so there's cool stuff to see in vegas yeah if you go back when you go back because it sounds like you had a good time yeah we had fun yeah, yeah so yeah. you should go so you need you should see uh hoover dam that's oh, oh we saw the hoover dam yeah you did okay good yeah, good. yeah. all right Oh man, that's that new trip, bridge right? is amazing. Yeah, we hiked up the thing at the top of the bridge to take the picture from there. Yeah, whoa. Yeah, see, we couldn't when we went there. They had just finished, or they were like a week away from opening the bridge. Yeah. So the bridge, yeah. it was done, but it, you couldn't get up on it yet. Yeah, we had crossed the bridge twice. Okay, uh, because heading to um, uh, out to the west rim and then back. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, did you take the tour of the dam? Um. Or did we did the out? self-guided tour. Okay. The power plant was closed oh, okay. uh, for renovation, which was which was fine. I mean, it's, it's an it's a neat tour to do, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we got to see all you know, like all the things up mm-hmm. top and stuff, and you know, walk across it, and it was yeah. it was pretty neat. The dam tour is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's the it's a the dam it's, is it's a damn good dam tour. It's, it's damn big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Took yeah, a lot of damn so. pictures. <laughs> That's the jokes from yeah, uh, I, Vegas vacation. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's National Hippon's Vegas oh, vacation. It's anyway. been a long time. Yeah, uh, no, it's worth doing. It's also worth going to the uh, wax museum there. That's a lot of fun too. I don't remember what what uh, hotel that's attached to, but that's worth seeing too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so it was it was great. Um, and did you get at free, get to Fremont Street? Uh, that's the old strip. Yes, with the people doing the zip lining overhead and the the big the video screens that cover the street. Maybe you didn't do that. No, we we no, not oh, as okay. much as you know. We if we'd had another night, we probably would have. Yeah. But we actually we actually flew out at, at seven a.m. Oh, yeah. Uh, then on Sunday, so we had to be to the airport by five a.m. Okay, Thursday to Sunday. That's about <clears throat> as long as you want to spend in that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, everything is really expensive. Yeah, it's so. it's cheap to get there and cheap to stay there, but everything else. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, right. So um yeah, but that uh the trip though like uh, the the trekker trip was great. They they had like lunch catered and stuff and cool. it was cool. And we ended up buying some, uh, some native American jewelry, like that they actually like, they have like a farmer's market style thing where like, yeah. um, every, every day around noon. So like some, like four or five of them will come out and like have their stuff set up. And mm-hmm. so that was really neat. Like, neat. yeah. Cause cool. they talked about the process of making it and like mm-hmm. how, so that was, that was really cool. And they had some, mm-hmm. um, um, they had a native American, uh, dancer and singer, uh, doing their, 
traditional thing mm-hmm. at the uh, at the one of the points we were at. I think uh, Guano Point or no Eagle Point. It was at Eagle Point. Yeah. So um, in Eagle Point's where that Skywalk is that goes out over the. Oh sure, yeah, and yeah, yeah. We opted not to do that because it was twenty dollars. And get this. Because they're so afraid you're going to drop stuff, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to take anything out with you, including your camera. Oh, I didn't know that. So, like, you can't go get cool pictures. So, what's the point? That's like, terrible. And I can literally walk up to the edge of the canyon, yeah, ten feet away, and throw get great your pictures. Phone in, right? What'd you say? <laughs> you yeah, can throw my phone in. Yeah, I don't need your help. Yeah. So, um, okay. Yeah, mm. but it was pretty cool. Well, good. Yeah, that's that's fun, man. I didn't know you did that at all. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. So, of course, I'm not on Facebook, so I don't ever see right. anything. Yeah, that's if you'd going been on Facebook, you would have seen a lot of pictures I'm sure, that yeah. you were posting. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. So, gosh, I'm surprised Christine didn't even tell me about it, though. Maybe she hasn't been paying attention to Facebook. Yeah. Anyway, cool. Yeah. Uh, so, we we're going to talk about some game stuff here. We should probably yeah. do that. Yeah. Before we get into, because I'm pitching today too, right? Yeah. 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 So, okay. So, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, this kind of this feeling that I've been having over the last few weeks here. Feel your feelings, Rob. I'm going to feel some feelings now. Um, and we, we've talked about about stress and we've talked about frustration and we've talked about just kind of kind of the cycles that we go through, right? Right. Yeah, that's been something. I think a lot of designers go through that stuff. Feeling, you know, you go through times of, of victory and times of frustration and times of times just of defeat. nothing happening at all. Or, or yeah, times of defeat. And, and I'm not really in any of those times right now. I mean, I've got, I've been having some conversations with some publishers still continuing from, uh, from Gen Con. Um, uh, haven't, I haven't gotten action on any of that stuff as quickly as I had originally anticipated. So that's, that's a little disappointing, but, right. but it's not that it's, it, nothing's turned into a no or anything yet. It's just, you know, stuff takes time and that's okay. Um, Fallen Treasures, by the way, still on Kickstarter right now. I think this is its final week when you guys are hearing this. So really, please, 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 I would love your support if you could if you could give a, give a look at Fallen Treasures. It's twelve bucks for a copy of the game. It's just it's a killer price, and I'm really really proud of the game, and I think it's super fun, uh, really accessible, and really family friendly. It's been struggling though, and I and and I think anybody who's looking at the campaign can see that, and I think maybe that has fed into a little bit of this feeling that I've been having. Well, so first of all, the, yeah. that's the Kickstarter problem, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I want to back a winner and it's not winning, so I'm not going to back it. Right. Screw you. Yeah. Back it. You know what I mean? Like, and listen, you're not saying you need to back stuff on Kickstarter. I'm just saying if the reason you don't back something on Kickstarter is because it's not crushing it, then you're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And I and I mean that. Like, I mean, that is true, right? Uh, and I've fallen into that category before where sure. sometimes they get swept... I would say I fall to the opposite side of I get swept up in Kickstarter fever sometimes. You know mm-hmm. that about me, right? Where yeah. I'm like, whoa, they've unlocked 7 million stretch goals and now the game weighs 85 pounds and I'm going to buy this game now. That's different though, right? Because it's like I wasn't going to back it yeah, because it didn't catch my interest until now it's a crazy Kickstarter exclusive. Yeah. But when you're just like, oh, this looks like it's not going to fund, that has never stopped me from backing something. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I guess what I'm getting to with this is is that I'm I've been feeling like some business fatigue around this, you know, right. yeah, fatigue around the business of board games, um, and that's kind of what what's been on my mind and what I thought it might be worth talking about briefly today. Um, that um, you, you know, and, and this is something I I feel like we've been pretty open about. You know that we are we are doing this because we enjoy it, not because we expect to make a career out of it. You know, um, and, and it's the whole reason I quit my job is to make a career out of board games, man. <laughs> but it's it, it's so I'll speak for myself there. It's absolutely not something that I ever expect to become a career. It's right. It's fun. It's 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 paying for the hobby, and I'm enjoying it. And and getting things published means other people are enjoying the things that that I'm helping create and i really i that's i find that really rewarding personally but in in the uh, you know money's nice money's nice but it's not really about that right right um, to me game design money is just like free bonus money whenever i get a check i'm like woohoo i'm going to yeah. go buy something it's awesome right yeah. it's awesome and i love it but it's you know it it allowed me to buy a new computer last year and allowed me to buy a brand new printer this year you know right, right. and 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 it's and it's it's fun money it's it, it's money for fun things case in point i'm working on this kind of secretive project here um that is something i'm working on myself uh, that you know about but yeah. the listeners don't we'll, we'll talk about it at some point but not yet i i paid for the artwork for that 
mm-hmm. out of checks I got for my sure. last two games, which is pretty that's awesome, cool. right? You know, like, right, that's cool. I paid for that with yeah. my own money, right? Like fake money because it's from games. <laughs> it's like Monopoly money, <laughs> right? Sorry so, to interrupt. It's fine. So, um, so business fatigue, and, and and so I'm at this point now where I've been kind of continuing, like I said talking with a couple of publishers about some other designs and and that conversation has gone on longer than i expected which means the business part of it has gone on longer right. than i expected <clears throat> and that's that's just exhausting to me because i'm not that business guy, guy in that way right um and so i i think i had said kind of at the early, in the early part of 2018 or at some point early in 2018 i said that that I, I felt like I was going to kind of take the year off a little bit and I wasn't planning on, I didn't go to unpub, right? I wasn't planning on right. scheduling any pitches at Gen Con. I wasn't going to do that. I was just going to say, Hey, let me, let me take this year for me and I'm just going to have a good time and I'm design what I want to design and have fun and just enjoy it. Right. Uh, and then of course I got, I got some outreach from some publishers who wanted to talk to me and, and I didn't want to turn those opportunities down. Well, no, because now there was an opportunity, right? Yeah. Right. And, and I, and, and I'm not, I'm not upset that I did that. Right. And I'm glad that if nothing else, I made some, some good friends and some good connections, Oh yeah. you know, and, and, and that, that's fantastic. Even if these folks that I'm talking to right now, if, even if it doesn't pan out, whatever, no big deal. But what that meant is that, that I changed my plan. You know, I changed my plan kind of kind of on a spur of the moment and didn't think through why I'd made that plan in the first place, which was to to not get worn out or not get burned out at all, not right. get frustrated with the hobby. Um, and so I'm thinking about that and I'm thinking that, that it, 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 as an example of that, as I've talked in the past about how I like to get something about GameCrafter every year. Something for me, just some little passion, fun thing. And the last thing that I did that with was Eight Arms to Hold You, which right. which has become Fallen Treasures. Right. And just purely through kind of kind of happenstance in in 2017, I managed to to connect with with Tucker and Card Lords, and of course now there it is. But that's the last thing that I put up on Game Crafter for myself. So I haven't done anything in 2018, and I and I feel that now. Right, right. I'm I'm really I'm realizing that it's been. It's been more than a year since I did something just for me. And I do have designs that I want to do that I that I feel like I don't really think a publisher would be interested in this. But you could put them on GameCrafter. But I could put it on GameCrafter because it's something that I that I'm having fun with and that I enjoy. Um and so so I that's what's been kind of on my mind lately. And I, I don't know if you have any thoughts about any of that. Yeah, so I, I go through these phases as well where like I, you know, I'm wanting to design more. Uh, and I, I find that when I get stuff going with publishers, that makes me want to work more, right? Yeah. Because, um, you know, like I'm all about creative outlets. Um, but I mean, you've known me long enough to know that like if I'm going to do something creative, I want to see it through and I want to see it go somewhere. It doesn't have to make a ton of money, but like yeah. if we're going to make a movie, I want to make the movie, right? Yeah. If we're going to, you know, whatever, whatever I want to work on, I want it to be done and I want to be able to do something with it. And yeah. it doesn't have to be, uh, it doesn't have to be something hugely successful. It's just got to be something that I can put out into the world, right? Yeah. Uh, I want it to exist outside of my, my head and outside of just me. And um, if I had the talents you did with graphic design and stuff and, Art, I would do all of that stuff and put it on Game Crafter just because I could, right? Mm-hmm. Not to make money, but to, to make it real and put just it out Just to make there. something. Yeah, right? Yeah. Because I like making stuff. Um, but you know, for me lately, um, so I, I can't remember if I talked about this in the show or not, but I, I left my job recently, um, the one that we worked at the same company together. I don't work there anymore. Um, I, um, as a real short aside... Uh, was doing um, leadership coaching and business coaching, uh, and I went through school to do that um, last year or earlier, finished earlier this year, mm-hmm. um, and decided I wanted to do that full time. So, so now I work from home, right? And uh, so you would think, like, oh, think of all the stuff Jason gets done now, right? But I, mm-hmm. I don't, because when I had my day job, uh, I did my day job on my breaks and lunches. I worked on games, right? Yeah, um, and then I uh, came home. And after the kids went to bed, I worked on games because I could. Now, you know, and sure, there'd be work stuff that would pop up at night sometimes and I'd put some hours in and that was no big deal. But yeah. um, but now I, um, you know, I work all day doing these things from setting up my business and getting things going. And and I will take breaks and work in game design, but not as much as I could at work sure. um, because I had set breaks that I could take, right? right and that's right. kind of how it works uh, when you have an office job. Um, 
And I, uh, at night, I'm just as likely now to come downstairs and work on business stuff than I am because it's mine, right? Yeah. It's my thing that I want to see to fruition yeah. and see it real. And, yeah. um, so, so anyways, yeah, that, because of all that, um, and then I'm working on this, this secret project and it's not a big deal. It's just, uh, it's, it's a passion project, right? It's mm-hmm. a passion project that, that I will put on a Kickstarter, um, um, and that I'm working on with someone else and, uh, and we'll do a whole little thing on it when it gets out there, but that is eating up a lot of time. Yeah. Um, because uh, you'll understand when you get there. But the uh, the other designer has great ideas, but I do a lot of the heavy lifting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and the other designer would agree with that. Uh, um, so uh, so, anyways, that's been uh, a lot to manage. Yeah. Um, you know that said, I've been in talks with some publishers about some stuff, and but yeah, like when you don't see a lot of movement. Um, to me, it kind of becomes like, why am I doing this again? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. not why am I designing games? Like, cause I mean, I love doing the podcast. Like we have fun and people still listen for some reason. Some I don't bizarre know reason. Why? But, um, you know, but I just feel like, um, yeah, I just feel like, uh, it, sometimes it just, what's the point? Right. And that sounds really, really negative. Kind of fatalist. Yeah. But but I, I don't mean it that way. I mean, like, like. Like I mean, like, what's the point? Like, right? Really? Yeah. What's what's the what's the meaning behind this? You, right? You got you to you stop know? and ask yourself again sometimes. Why why did I start doing this? Right? Right. right. Where, where where did that impulse come from? Because I'm not feeling that same impulse right, right. now. Right. And and it's different for everyone, right? Yeah. But like for me, if somebody said, Jason, you can keep designing games, but you will never have another game published, I would probably stop designing games. You think so? And, and again, it's not you know. Um, it's not about being the rock star, as Eric Lang would say, right? To, oh, look at my name on these games. Because yeah. it's not about that. Like, I wouldn't be humble about it. But, like, it's about seeing something you made, you put from your head mm-hmm. and worked with cool people to make available to people that gave them joy, right? Mm-hmm. That, to me, is so cool to it be able cool. to do that, right? Yeah. Um, and if I didn't think I could do that in game design, I would try and find somewhere else to do it, right? Uh, which would make me sad because I love games i love designing games i love working on games i love yeah. the friendships from those games mm-hmm. but yeah the business side gets a little ugh, comes a drag yeah sometimes right, right? And, and i think it's it's one of the reasons why it took both of us so long to get published in the first place because we didn't know how to do that we weren't good at it you know and right and i kind of frankly you sort of avoided it for a few years you did you yeah. big time did yeah i tried to jump right in as terrified as i was and had some early luck and then some early not luck but mm-hmm. like um yeah i know in that like that was hard for me like i almost wish that none of that had ever happened yeah like that i had not went through the gunsling and ramblers thing like because mm-hmm. i mean that was there was a point i mean you remember i i was ready to be done for a yeah. bit after that because because again it kind of felt like this is never gonna happen yeah right yeah um yeah, and I felt that way after uh, Epic Monster Tea Party for a while because that took like three years from when I sold it yeah. until it actually hit Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that got sent out, right? Oh, yeah. I got that. Yeah, I have it. Yeah, I have it. Okay. I always play the original version, <laughs> yeah. that I'm the contraband version. Sure. That I bought before you signed it, which is legal. Yeah. It's legit. Oh, yeah. But, sure, yeah. Um, the kids just like that version and they're less likely to, to ruin it. So that's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Um. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's just been kind of on my mind lately, and I and I think I think what I've decided to do is that that I I I'm going to go back to what my plan was for 2018, and I'm I am going to stick to that in 2019. So any good for you? Anything that I've already started right now, business wise, I mean, I need to see that through. Right. right? That's important. Um, but I I think that I'm obviously I'm already not going to unpub in 2019. Right. Uh, I will try and go to Origins, budget permitting. Uh, I will still definitely go to Gen Con and I, sh- I will do my best to get to Grand Con. Didn't make it this past year, but um, right. I will go to those shows, but I will not plan on setting up any publisher meetings. And if anybody reaches out to me, I mean, we'll see how I'm feeling, but I right. but I will probably... Say, hey, Jason's got good games. Go talk to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we'll see how I feel that time, but but it's not going to be it's not going to be something that I that I push for. It's... Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna try and be as candid and as frank as I can, and right. and and hopefully what that means then is that by the 20, end of 2019 I will be able to get a project done for myself and and on Game right. Crafter. Not right. certainly not expecting to sell a lot of copies by any stretch, right? Right. 
but be able to get something up there just for me, something that I can design, something that I can do the, the layout for, something that I can do the art for, because because I like seeing. There's you know you and I are both fans of Dick uh, Pranicky, right? Pranicky, Pranicky. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. The, and the, one of his quotes is that too many men work on and men, people, right? But right, yeah. the quote is, I think it's it's something like, too many men work on parts of things. I like, I like to see a job through from beginning to end. Yes. Yeah, that is a great quote from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. Might, I might be mixing up a few no, of the words. No, that's, that's pretty close, though. It, yeah, 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 I think yeah. it's close. Yeah. Anyway, so a lot of respect for that guy. And that's something, the first time I ever heard that quote, I was like, man, yes. Yep, yep. Yeah, and he, of course, he's talking about building a cabin or building a tool right. or, or surviving in, in the wilderness, but... But in general, it's about, you know, just if you can, if you can, just do right. something. Right. Do something from beginning to end. Start a project and finish the whole thing. Right. And and you can't always do that. And, right. And, but, but when you have the opportunity, that's a, that's a cool thing. And it feels really good to be able to right. do that. Right. Well, that's, for me, with the secret project, it's kind of like that, right? I mean, yeah, granted, yeah. I mean, I'm getting you to do graphic design work and I'm getting somebody else to do the artwork. And, but I mean, that's all because those aren't my specialties, but I'm still sure. seeing it from beginning to end, right? Yeah, right. I think it's one of the reasons why um, we've, so we've made a few movies, right? And, um, <clears throat> I've. This is going to sound horribly pretentious, and I apologize because okay. it, it, I'm think, already offended. Keep, keep and disgusted. Right? <laughs> keep your quote, your Dick Pronicky quote in mind, yeah. right? Because this is what it is, and I. This actually makes me feel really good about this because I've always like, um, you, so many people will volunteer to work on the movie. We we'll pay them with lunch, right? I mean, that's yeah. about the best we can do. And they work on this little part of the movie and they're so enamored by that. And I mean that in a positive way, not like yeah. oh I'm starstruck, but like they just they love it. They love mm-hmm. to be part of that process. And I've always written and directed them and. At least from the directing standpoint, I can't imagine doing something, wanting to do something in a movie that wasn't that, mm. like to just produce a movie or something. Or, and and I've always been like, why is that? Like, do I like what is that? Like, am I like you have a full really of myself? Big ego. But no, it's not because I don't even think I'm great <laughs> at it. But what I think is, it's what you just said, right? Yeah, yeah. From that position, I am able to see it through from beginning to end, right? Yeah. And when you write it. That's even better because literally from the, the spark of an idea until somebody is sitting in a theater watching the, something you made, mm-hmm. it is that whole experience, right? And that is, mm-hmm. um, that really kind of nails it, right? It's not, it's not a part of a thing, right? It's like, yeah. wow, I'm really, I'm sure. doing it. Sure. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for that reason about the project. Uh, I'm going to keep pushing to get a couple of games out um, next year. Um, but I do think that... Um, I'm going to mostly focus on the games I already have out there to try and get those out. Um, yeah. Rather than coming up with tons of new stuff. We should talk about Origins too because um, oh, okay. I got all the vacation time in the world now. So um, <laughs> I would totally go for the whole time. We could get a hotel outside of town or somewhere north of town where I it's super time. cheap. Yeah. Uh, and then just split Ubers the whole weekend. It won't cost that much. That so, sounds great to me. Yeah. 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 So, um, and I actually volunteered too to help Mark out to get a free badge. So okay. that way. I can literally just work a few hours a day, mm-hmm. have all the time I need, and and yeah, yeah. Cool. make it super cheap. Great. Uh, so that I, that's really just kind of what's been on my mind. I'm interested in any builder uh, comments or any builder opinions. Um, do you guys have any uh, of your own thoughts or feelings or perspectives on any of the stuff? You know, let us know. Write in. 77-HOTEL-BTG, leave a message. Um, talk the, to us about that. This is the part when Pinchback calls and gives us a pep talk. Guys, guys, it's fine, guys. Just keep trying. You're doing the right things. And then and Riddle's like, hey, baby, you got this. Don't worry. You know That sounds just like Riddle. <laughs> it does, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> Aw, they're so supportive, those guys. They really are. I mean, they really Riddle's, are. Riddle's a dick about it, but he is really supportive. <laughs> And they're both going to back my secret project, like big time back it. They, I mean, I already know that. So yeah, yeah, like okay. like buy fifteen copies probably each, seventy five yeah. copies yeah. each. I mean, there's single handedly <clears throat> or well, double handedly between the two of them, they're going to be solely responsible for that project funding. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to at least print a hundred copies of it. So if they each want to buy fifty, and they've already said they would, um, I mean, in my mind. Uh, that's great. I mean, good for them. They got all that game design money coming in. You know, they can. Afford oh yeah, it. yeah, fat stacks. <clears throat> I mean, 
Pinchback has 17 kids now, I think. so. 87 just, kids? I think it's just five, but <laughs> it might as well be 105. <laughs> Once it's over two, I feel like it might as well be 1,000. His backyard can be incorporated into its own municipality because of the population. Well, he like makes honey now, too. Did you yeah, know that? Know. He's got the apiary and all that stuff. I, I'm and, jealous. It looks fun. Yeah. And yeah. he's got the kids out there wearing the suits. Oh, yeah. It's impressive. No, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, we love you guys. You should pitch a game, though. All right. Yeah. So, okay. So, this this is idea. Make it quick. We're running out of time. No, we got like 10 minutes here. Yeah, but I know how you pitch sometimes. All right. So, uh, this is a story-based game, okay? Have you played the game on your phone called Reigns? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah okay. Reigns. And there's a new Game of Thrones version of that. Um, Reigns, for anybody who doesn't know, it's it's a it's a little mobile mobile game. Um, you play as the monarch of, of a kingdom, and you have to, every turn, you're presented with an option from one of your advisors or somebody in in your kingdom and you either swipe left or swipe right yep and okay. they just made a game of thrones version actually yeah right so. right which i haven't bought that but i um, haven't either but but it anyway reigns it's it's a fun little story game and it, you swipe left or you swipe right and based on the decision you make it affects your your um I don't know your influence in different ways, and you have influence over the people and over the church right. and over the the treasury. Right. And, and eventually, you'll get tired of the game. This is what it is. Yeah, honestly, I haven't played it in probably a year. Yeah, but, but when I played it, I was playing it every day. Yes, for like a half an hour. It's very very simple. So, and I I've loved that to death. I've really loved that. It. It's such a cool simple interface. It's basically like Tinder was running a kingdom. <laughs> That's what you're doing. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh! It just came out, but it's true. It's right? true. Yeah. Right. Swipe left. Swipe right. Yeah. Um, I've never even used Tinder. <laughs> like I don't know anything about it. Other than that, I know yeah. that. One Direction means you like someone, right. and One Direction means you don't. And, and what you're trying to do is you've got those different meters that you're trying to to manage. And if one ever gets too high or too low, then you lose. Yep. Yeah. yeah if it, anyone gets to the max or gets to the minimum, yep. then then basically you're not managing your kingdom well, and you've either pissed somebody off too much, or you've made somebody too happy, and you're not needed anymore. Right. And and you're you're basically you're, you're in most cases you're murdered and drummed out of <laughs> <laughs> pretty much always. Yeah. <laughs> I would say probably nine out of ten uh, resolutions are you're dead. Yeah, you're, I think you're murdered. maybe one is everyone can starve to death, but generally you're dead. I'm in the Game of Thrones version. That's the only way. I'm yeah, sure. Right. It's just you're just dead. There is one where you the people love you so much that um, they they celebrate you and 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 they all decide that that they don't even need a monarch anymore, and so they they venerate you to become a saint, and then they just abolish the monarchy or something like that. And so you still lose everything, but it's not about winning. It's about seeing how long you can yeah, reign. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. is yes. Right. And it actually shows you all of your people over the years, yeah, which yeah, is really yeah. neat. Yeah, it's neat. Anyway, okay. So if you haven't played Reigns, it's it's a neat game. Check it out. So the, I've been kind of thinking for several months about you know how could I do that as a card game because it's already kind of a digital card game in a way. Right. It's very digital. How how could I do that? It is digital. Uh, how can I do that more analog? So not cool then. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Make it suck. Kind of lame. So um. <laughs> <laughs> so and I've never done a Cthulhu game. So I thought it would be cool to try and do that as a Cthulhu game, thinking that so the player is an investigator. Okay, you're de- you're a detective, and and I'm calling the game Tales of Innsmouth or Innsmouth. Okay, because because in Shadow over Innsmouth is one of the most famous Lovecraft stories. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, and I, I believe and, you. And so my thought was that you could do this as you you're you're the detective who's who's in. In Innsmouth, and you're investigating reports of a cult uh, in in this town. Okay, uh, the, the, and it's a New England town on the on the coast of uh, the Atlantic coast. I, I don't know if it's supposed to be Massachusetts, but in that area, anyway. Let's make it Maine. Make I it can, be um. Uh, oh, I forgot. I'm sad. You are sad. What is it? What's the count? What's the town in Maine, Rob? What's the town in Maine? Derry. Derry is where where. It takes place. Yeah, but what's the Stephen King town where everything else takes place? Uh oh, at Castle Rock. Castle Rock, that's yeah. where it is. Yeah. Literally there's a TV show named that now. I know, yeah, yeah. Um Okay. So uh so it's Cthulhu themed, okay? All right. And so you're the detective. And so uh, in the base game, uh it, the kind of the kind of the standard uh deck, there is the the deck for the town of Innsmouth, okay? And that's a deck of cards. I don't know how many cards are in there. Is it is it 50 cards is it 100 cards is it 75 i'm not sure but there's there's a kind of a good sized deck of cards and that is that is the town 
Okay, that is that is the people of the town and locations of the town, and and start of every game you shuffle that up, and and the way you play the game is you flip the card over from the top, and then it presents a scenario to you, and you decide, uh, you know, yes or no. So maybe you're talking to, uh, you you go you visit the the town hall, okay, and uh, and you go to the city records, and 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 you do I do I look through the records of of births or the records of deaths, okay. All right, and, and you're going to pick one of those things. And when you pick one of those things, oh, and I should say, you also have a, a player board that has three meters on it, okay? I was waiting for that. Yeah, and the meters are, are uh, I'm not sure what these words are necessarily, but sanity, health, and um, the, the townsfolk's opinion of you, okay? Or kind of, you know, the town relationship or whatever. I'm not sure how, how to phrase that. But it's it's your your status status maybe it's status in the town um, okay. social status yeah and and everything starts in the could middle could just be social could be social yeah and everything starts in and you have a cube that tracks your position on each of those meters uh, and everything starts in the middle okay um, so uh, uh, when you make that you're looking at the card and you make that decision um, that that tells you if you make the decision it's gonna you if you make decision A uh, it's going to make the townsfolk distrust you, and it's going to make your health increase, or you know, it's going to make it's going to make the the you know your, the status go down and your health go up. Let's say, All right, I don't know, uh, but if you look at deaths, it does the opposite. Okay, but you don't know how much it's going to go, so you pick one of those, and then what you do is you have a d6, and it's a custom d6, and the faces are one, two, two, three, three, four. Okay. And what you're going to do then is you're going to when you you're going to make your choice and then you're going to roll the die twice once for the up and once for the down and you're oh, nice. and you're going to move your your cube your marker on each maybe, of those tracks up or down. Maybe since this is just a pitch from your head, you could have two dice to make the game a little easier. I could totally do that. Yeah, a done, red and a green okay. one. Yeah, sure, done. Yeah. Red, yeah. Green means up. Red means down. Yeah. That's fine. Sure. Done. Okay, R- good. Roll them together. Wow. Good. Okay. Glad I helped. All right, and and <clears throat> the the goal is to get through to the end of the deck without oh. maxing out or or without without getting your any of those meters to the higher the 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 low. If you get any of them to the to the uppermost point or the bottommost point, you lose. Okay, but to, but that's just that's just a random shuffle, and yeah, you, know, you never know what you're going to get. So to make it more interesting, then what you do is you have a story deck. And I'm thinking in the base game, there's three story decks that come with it, but it would be super, super easy to expand. And so these are these are the cards that you you um, engage with at some point in the game to tell a specific story about your experience in the town of Innsmouth. Okay, so so um, kind of kind of the basic one is probably a, a card. Every story deck has you know kind of has a trigger card, and that card gets shuffled into the main game deck. At some point, okay, and and you're going to do some kind of deck stacking that that maybe you you split the uh, the the town deck in half, you shuffle that trigger card into the second half of that deck, and then you put the two halves back together, and you know at some point in the in the back half of that that deck you're going to hit this trigger card. When you do, then you move to the story deck, okay, and the story deck could be set up in any number of ways. It might be just again a straight up shuffle. It might be specifically numbered cards that you go through in order. There might even be the, a main story deck that that actually gets separated into two or three smaller decks to be hit different stages in the story. That's good. Okay. <clears throat> or you could have three options in the story. Like or you could have three options. Specific right. Specific order and then three. Maybe that trigger card says if you know you're presented with an option. If if you you know you found the entrance to the cultist slayer. If you decide to. Uh, if you decide to in, investigate the lair, go into the lair, choose deck A from this story. Uh, if you decide to, uh, you know, report it to the police, to the authorities in town, go to deck B in this story, right? Um, and, and and so it's it's sort of it's sort of combining reigns with with that choose your own adventure idea a little bit, uh, with you trying to m- manage these meters, right? Um, it, 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 at any rate, so so that's kind of the basic idea, and then it. it the goal is either to get through to the end of that town town deck uh, or to finish the story, to get through the end of the story without ending the game. And so it is kind of a solo or single player thing that's a little bit more narrative driven, but the decisions you make will also kind of affect uh, uh, your, you know, you're trying to manage those meters. 
okay, to some degree. And and there with that story deck, there will could be turning points where you might want to make one decision, but if you do, you risk losing, and so that might drive you to make a different decision. Um, and it's easily the kind of thing that even though it's technically a, a solo game, you could play it with a few people and talk through the story together and make your decisions together, right? And that's something that right. Christine and I and, and and her sister, we've been having a lot of fun with the House of Danger, that Choose Your Own Adventure. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really love that. We need to finish that still. But but that's been a fun thing for the three of us to play together to talk about what option am I going to take. Um, but it's it's also then more compact, I think, than House of Danger. And and you can keep using that same basic town deck and and you know add another deck of fifty cards or however many you want for a new story. Right. Right. Um, so and yeah, the story decks could be different sizes as well. Absolutely, could be An ten cards, story. it could be a hundred cards, right. or right, yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of a cool, fun idea. I like it. Yeah. So um, it would be very text heavy, very light on art, and that's okay. Right. You know, because it's more about storytelling, um, and it adds a little bit more randomness with the die rolls. Um, you could even put different faces on the dice. You could have a D six. You could have a D four. You could have a D eight. Uh, in different cards, different decisions require you to, you know, maybe maybe if you're choose option A, you're going to roll the D6, but if you're rolling option B, then you can roll the D4. And they still just go one to four, but the odds are different in that right. case, right? Or even the D4 could be like one, one, two, two, right? Sure. And it's literally like... Yeah, right. So there's other things around that too that could be done. Um, so that's the basic idea. Um, tail, tales from Innsmouth, I think is what, I'm, what I want to I like it. it. Yeah. It might be something... It, and it's one of those things that, again, thinking about doing something for me, it's one of those things that I might be able to do for me, you know, because it's very text heavy and art light um, and easily expandable. And it's thinking about the sanity meter. And obviously, if you go insane, right, yeah. you know, but the other side of the coin is you get so sane that you're like, what the hell am I doing here? Exactly. I'm leaving. Why, I'm leaving. <laughs> why am I wasting time with this nonsense? Right. Yeah. And with your health, it's you die or your health is I care too much about myself. I'm getting out of this place. Right. You know, <clears throat> this is dangerous. The townsfolk, if if they love you, if you reach the high end of that, if they love you, then they want to, then they forcibly induct you. You're, you've become friends with them, right? Right. And then you join the cult and the story's over. But if right. they hate you, they murder you. Yeah. Right? So, that's um, great. Yeah. It's great. It's great stuff. Um, anyway, that's the idea. All right. Okay. I think we're out of time. We don't have time to uh, listen Do to any of our voicemails. voicemails. We'll get that on another episode. Next week. Maybe yeah. next week. Hopefully next week. Well, we got a thing next week, so we'll see. Yeah. We can still probably do that. Though. Probably, yeah. 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 Right. Give some real content to the show. It'll be great. Amazing. Okay, so thanks everybody for listening to the show. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, buildinggamepodcast at gmail.com or Google voice number at 770-TEL-BTG. Leave us a voicemail. Um, the more bizarre, the better, frankly, guys. Um, we do like weird stuff. We like weird stuff. Uh, Google, uh, no, I already said that. Uh, Twitter, at PodcastBTG. Jason is at J.A. Slingerland. I'm at Poorly underscore Designed. Like us in places and give us good reviews. Please, 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 would love your support and love your help with Fallen Treasures on Kickstarter right now. This is going to be uh, your last chance to back it. I think we've only got a few days left now. By next week, it'll be too late. And it's super cheap, guys. It's super $20. cheap. Twelve bucks. It's free shipping. It. I don't even know how that's possible. I don't know. I don't know how he's doing it either. So, yeah, it's crazy. It's exciting. It's crazy. So, uh, and that's enough for tonight. So, good night. Good night. Building the Game is a co-production of Imminent Entertainment and Poorly Designed Studios. All of the ideas presented by Rob and Jason are property of the Building the Game podcast.